Hey guys, I'm JC. And I'm Seven. And you're listening to the CGC Podcast, where we cover our favorite comics, games, and cinema. So strap in and get your nerd on. Thanks for listening. Hey buddy, welcome back. <laughs> Thank you. I feel at home here because it's our podcast and so I'm not the visitor. Well, I mean, you know, wel- welcome me back too, bitch. Welcome back as well. Thank you. It's been a week. This episode almost didn't happen. Um, yep. So originally, actually, well, fuck. We're not doing the killing joke. We had this whole bit <laughs> planned beforehand. What the hell? We, we, had this, <laughs> we had this whole bit planned beforehand uh, about how we were going to try and give it away. And then, oh you know, God. JC reminded me that the episode title, you know, would be the title. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is the sloppiest bit we've ever done and we're what five episodes into this podcast or actually, something actually god of war was six. Oh, so this is seven this is lucky number seven episode lucky seven number seven make sure i have yes, that right sir. yeah god of war is six yep. um just a couple of things on that um i believe god of war is like already our third best episode hell yeah it is man god of war is an excellent game if it were anything you, less out of the want to know do you know why it's the third best episode why is it because i threw in a sick beat behind your stroke oh <laughs> uh, yeah i remember that's right that was fantastic so dumb i'm still upset about that don't be i i had uh <laughs> my buddy i think my buddy ben listened to it he thought it was funny faith absolutely loved it she yeah. thought she thought her phone or the app was messing up at first, and then she said the beat kicked in, and she just started laughing. Yeah, it was yeah, hard. So I liked it a lot. It was yeah. hard. It went hard. You cannot yeah. tell me otherwise. No, honestly, I, I listen. I listen to every one of our episodes because I like to hear after the, all the editing and everything's done too. And I gotta say, I was sitting there like, yeah, shit's hard. I, I liked it a lot too. I, 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 yeah 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 don't get it stuck in your head again i remember you were like editing and like the next day you were like i I was and i was like what the fuck is he talking about awesome (laughs) um i do want to just say this um you know while i've got the page open and then we can jump into the the shit um Mm. but (laughs) you know obviously you know we were doing well as far as listeners as you know the people we know uh mainly mm-hmm. in in georgia and uh you're are you, you're in texas or savannah now i'm in texas okay that's what i thought uh texas is not lit up so somebody's lying to me um uh, no it's because our accounts are probably still registered as like we're from georgia like that's where we made the accounts so more likely than not it's maybe. just like uh, they're just reading this georgia maybe but if you're one of these new listeners in new york or fucking ireland we appreciate it hell yeah um, ireland yeah we've got we've got a couple homies from ireland and belgium that apparently according to this map of <laughs> downloads by location um that's awesome uh, i don't know how the hell you found us but that's awesome yes yes we're going worldwide baby oh taking over we're taking over both of you both of you <laughs> ireland and belgium (laughs) both of you those two um but so we were going to do the killing joke this week and then Mm -hmm. uh but we really wanted to get shawl our back-end producer manager team leader whatever the fuck you want to call him on the batman Um, homie 
yeah, he's he's starting a new job tomorrow, so uh, wish him luck. And you know he'll he'll be back hopefully next week, and then we'll redo the Killing Joke. Oh yeah. But this episode, uh, we're gonna cover the first two episodes of Marvel's new show, What If. Uh, the latest episode dropped earlier today as we were filming, mm-hmm. uh, as of Wednesday. Um, mm-hmm. And I just like first things first. You know, I'm gonna skip the first episode for a second. Nope. We're gonna we're gonna, we're, we're gonna go back to it, but I gotta say one thing. Yeah, it is so fucking good and cool to hear Chatwick again. Mm-hmm. Like it just like it, it really didn't hit me till about halfway through the episode, and I was like, "This is that dude." Like that that's tough. Like it's just yeah. I don't know one of those gone well, too soon situations. I mean, not only that, but you're you're sitting there watching the episode, and then it hits you. This is the last time I'll ever get to hear this guy. Yeah. Yeah, this is this was literally the last thing that he worked on before he tragically passed away. Yeah. So um, and that segues me into my thing that I was going to tell you later on. Um, so I'm part of the Georgia Film Academy, and a lot of that has to do with us going to actual movie studios and sets and getting hands on with like cameras, lights, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been filming a new movie titled Summer Break um is that is that just like the code name for it or that's a that's a placeholder title for black panther 2 (laughs) yeah i because i I was like summer break i've never even heard of this i don't i don't i haven't seen a trailer Uh, and so i googled it and the first thing comes up is uh black panther 2 and i was like hold on and so i did some researching that's the placeholder title um i'll send you some pictures jc because i took some today but they've got like a whole like it's crazy. It's like it looks like one of those freight yards where they have all those giant metal crates like mm-hmm. stacked up like like at least four stories high. And on the other mm-hmm. side of it, they've just got like those blue drywall, uh, just giant walls of blue where they edit in like the CGI and all that. Of course. Um, and like in the middle of all this, they've got like a big uh, it's like a big like circular weird looking gazebo just covered in like shrubbery surrounded by trees and all that and i'm just speculating i'm thinking that that's i'm gonna see that in the movie and then the background's just gonna be like cgi wakanda that, yeah that's, of course that's my take um yeah but it was just it's super cool and i um it i'm not gonna go back to that set it's way too far out of the way it's past atlanta and i gotta go through the city so i transferred to a different class at the studio i went to last semester where i uh saw the rock stunt double uh i found out they were filming the new spider-man there so i'm still hoping to kind of get into some shenanigans um (laughs) i told you that story about me being the coffee guy for like 10 minutes right yeah i think i actually said that like if not last episode then the episode before that yeah i think um i think that was it it was the last episode it was god of war because i remember savannah was like I think my favorite part of it, of that last episode was it's between either your stroke rap or the story that seven told about how he was a coffee bitch for like five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So Um, I'm actually, after I, or after I complete this course, I'll be eligible for an internship. So hopefully Mm. I will actually be a coffee bitch come like next summer. Oh, that'd be so cool. That would be dope. Yeah. Well, I knew they were planning on making a new Black Panther movie. I just, I don't know how on earth they're going to do it without Chadwick, if they're going to replace him with, I've heard rumors of like the, um, what was his name? Uh, 
I can't remember the actor's name, but the guy that played Killmonger coming Michael back. B. Jordan. Yes, Michael B. Jordan. That's right. Um, um, and he, him being the new Black Panther, but I'm not sure I'm, if that's got any fact to it or not. I'm letting you know right now that they will not recast, and if they do, mm-hmm. the world will be up in flames about this. Yeah, absolutely People not. People will riot. No. Yeah, no, they they have to replace him with somebody else that's not just, oh, yes, I am T'Challa. It's like, no, you're not. You're I'm not thinking, T'Challa. T'Challa I, tragically passed away. I was thinking Sherry. But the more I think about that, I, I don't really see that happening. I just um, feel like she might be a little bit too young for like a lead role. Maybe I mean, maybe that's no, just me. No, I mean she's the same age as Tom Holland, I think, if not older. Is she really? Let me do a quick fact check. I was gonna say she I mean she looks a lot a lot younger. She's twenty seven. Wow. Okay. So she's Tom, actually Tom older Holland's than Tom like Holland. twenty three. Yeah, he's he's, I mean, he's he's 25 he's 25 i was gonna say he's only a year older than me i remember yeah. that but um, um i don't well then i mean maybe shuri um i i was thinking killmonger they i mean with the whole multiverse thing coming around now that there's a chance that maybe killmonger comes back and it's just uh instead of t'challa losing that he just he wins but in the course of killmonger like starting his revolution worldwide he kind of realizes what he's doing is wrong or something or t'challa like talks him out of it or i I don't know if you if you look up black panther 2 the first thing to pop up is the cast and uh look i don't want to butcher this but i'm more than likely going to laetitia right Mm -hmm. the the chick who plays sherry she's the first person to pop up Oh yeah. Okay. So she's probably going to be taking the mainstay. But I wouldn't be opposed to Killmonger coming back. You know, Michael B. Jordan's a very solid actor. He he does oh, a yeah. great job in most things I've seen him in. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to mention Fantastic Four, but for mm-hmm. the most part, he's been. I've been very impressed by his performances. Um, I think the first movie I ever saw him in was what was it? Fruitvale Station. I think that was mm-hmm. a sad movie. I think it was Creed for me. I hadn't really heard much about his character. Creed his, was gas. Yeah, Creed was really good. Um, um but, but that's that's the first time I had heard of him before anything else was. I, I want to say Creed. Just the one thing I hope they don't do is like that thing they did with Jeff Bridges and Tron, where they like have somebody else play him, but they like digitize his face. Uh, like. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like Carrie Fisher. Like, I mean, they, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah or like uh, they, where they just CGI Luke and the Mandalorian. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I mean, I, I'll get it. I'll get it if they have to do that just to like do something with that character before, just to like explain where they've gone or whatever. But like, it's it's gonna make me sad. I just feel like that. Like, and I might be speaking out of line, but I just feel like that would be mad disrespectful. I don't know. I, I feel like Chadwick really enjoyed what he did with Black Panther. And I I think as long as they made it tasteful, it would be okay. Yeah. But like they couldn't do like a, a whole ass no like shot. Any any more than like two or three minutes worth of him just to say like goodbye, I gotta go do whatever. And it's probably gonna be a while. And then him like leave. Like if they do any more than that then it it starts to become a cash grab thing where it's like that's we're getting into disrespectful range 
All right. Well, this this quote from uh, Foggy makes me feel better. He says, "So much of the comics and that first movie is the world of Wakanda. Wakanda is a place to further explore with characters in different subcultures. This was always an initial initially the primary focus of the next story. We are not going to have a CG Chadwick, and we are not recasting T'Challa." Good. Okay. So, so I, I have high hopes. I am excited to see what they have decided to do, but um... I feel like it's got to be Shuri. Yeah, I feel like sure he's the only option because you you said you looked at the cast list. Is Michael B. Jordan even in it? No, I didn't see. Him. Actually, let me double check because uh, I was going to say if he's if he's not even in it, then that pretty much answers our question. Well, they they switch up, you know. They'll do that. I mean, they'll they'll add anybody, you know. Yeah, because I mean, the movie is still in production. They can make last minute calls. I'm not saying it's a good call, but movies have done that before. No, I don't see Michael B. Jordan at all on this cast list. Okay, so it's I mean, like, it'll, also it'll probably if be I Shuri, type in, not... if I type in uh, No Way Home, I don't think. Uh, yeah, on No Way Home, Garfield and Maguire are nowhere on this list. So I mean, it it could could happen, you know. I, I think that's because they're supposed to be in. Uh, multiverse of madness dr strange's second movie i'm thinking they're going to be in no way home personally i i I I hope they are i think people are going to flip their lid because uh alfred molina uh doc dr octavius from spider-man 2 is in this movie he like confirmed Mm -hmm. jamie fox electro confirmed Mm -hmm. um and those guys are from two very different you know universes two different whole chains of movies Mm -hmm. so unless they just kind of fuck us and throw the villains in and then i worst case scenario tom holland fights the villains by himself and then at the very end either at the end or post credits we see garfield and mcguire yeah i don't know i don't know what their plans are for that but uh but i mean doctor strange is in this movie wong is in this movie um who else? I think that's it as far as like big names. Uh, J.K. Simmons is coming back as JJJ, mm-hmm. and uh, you know Happy is still involved. So I mean, they people are going to be very upset if there's no Garfield and McGuire. Like it, it's been adamantly stated that these people need to be in this movie, right? Um, especially since the multiverse is already confirmed. There is no reason they shouldn't be. I mean, it's it's like I said, man, with them doing this multiverse thing, they've essentially made every Marvel content ever made as canon because you can always argue, oh, well, it, it's a multiverse. Literally any Marvel content that's ever been made, can you can make a case for it being a part of the multiverse. Yeah. So um, it's, I mean, if they don't utilize that, they're, they're just wasting opportunities in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Well, speaking of the multiverse, and since we've been rambling on for a minute, let's go ahead and get into the uh, first episode of What If uh, Captain Carter. Follow me and ponder the question. What if? Oh my god, it was it was a really good episode. It yep. wasn't the one I wanted. Obviously, the one I'm I'm wanting the most is Marvel Zombies. It's the one I'm most excited for, and I'm it's it's what I want. But um the way they handled this was actually really impressive. Yep. Like they essentially put 
Captain Carter in the in the seat of Captain America, right? And then they made her just probably two hundred percent more efficient. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's fair. I mean the because the difference between Captain Carter and T'Challa Star Lord was that I felt like the first episode was just kind of it, it was Captain America the first Avenger with Peggy Carter, mm-hmm. like it was pretty much the entire movie. Um, and I mean, I, I did enjoy it. I really did. I thought it was a great opener, but Captain Carter is something we've kind of seen before. I mean, mm-hmm. at least I think so. Um, and it's something that I, I believe even before the what if series was announced, people were, you know, trying to play that scenario out in their head, but do she, I, I really enjoyed it. It was really cool to get, um, God, I can't remember her name, but the, the lady who played Peggy Carter back as the voice actor. Yeah. Um, they it, brought everybody back except for Chris Evans. Yeah. Which um, it, I guess it's hard to get like a lot of the like big, big names, I guess, in the MCU to come back and do things like this. Well, um, so I chalked it up to Disney probably being Disney where they just never even contacted Chris. I mean, I, I would assume so. And, you know, also, I, I don't know if this would have anything to do with it, but if their contract is up, then I guess that means for everything Marvel, you know? Well, I mean, I, I've heard that Disney is moving now to single movie contracts where they, they basically renegotiate for every single movie. There's no longer a, um, we'll get you on for X amount of movies and this many like cameos and other movies and then once you've fulfilled all that you can be done no it's now you want to be in the movie awesome what's the price range great i don't know about that that seems like a really inefficient way to go about that it seems like it especially with the way marvel does where they plan all these things years and years in advance because i mean like it took 10 years to even set up for infinity war and but all of it was building up and you know I I don't think I think it was after the first Avengers that RDJ got renewed for I think it was like three more Avengers movies mm-hmm. and you know whatever cameos that they pretty much he was at their disposal when it came to that stuff right um, and then you know they they killed him off but you know they're technically you know they have a reason to bring him back I just I don't think they will um, you know. Not to say that Disney is above milking the cash cow, but you know it. Tony went out in a very tasteful, heroic way. Right. Um, well, I I gotta say I I don't have a lot of faith in Disney anymore. Um, with the way they're dealing with the whole Scarlett Johansson thing. Yeah, that's and annoying. Then literally, they're like, "Yeah, you're being a brat," and all of the fans will agree too. And then they like looked around, like if anybody was gonna agree with them, and everyone was like, "No." You're, well, you're being an asshole. I'll say this, and then we need to get back on track with Captain Carter. You are not going to beat Disney at anything. No, absolutely not. You're not going to beat them, especially in court. Yeah, no. Disney's got lawyers out the ass. That's not going to yeah. happen. I I want more than anything for Scarlett and Emma Emma Watson to get their, their due. But I honestly... Yeah, she's suing Disney over Cruella as well because they did the same that's, shit to her. That's Emma Stone. You're thinking of the Harry Potter uh, chick. You're right. Excuse me. Emma Stone. So I, I hope for the best for, for Scar Joe and Emma Stone. 
but honestly, I don't I don't know if they even stand a shot against Disney no, Disney they lawyers. Don't. They don't. I mean, even if they breached contract, I feel like Disney's lawyers are like just too damn good. Correct. Um, but back back to Peggy Carter. Yeah. So the main difference here is so obviously the the point of divergence is instead of Peggy like leaving the room, she stays in the room and it ends up triggering events that would cause the bomb to go off earlier because right. you know whatever. But then the next big thing, the the huge difference between Captain America's story and Captain Carter's story was that nobody wants a woman to be the face of the World War II effort. So she says, fuck it, like months earlier, puts on a costume and just goes and starts kicking asses. Yeah. And she gets the Tesseract back like immediately. And I'm like, okay, yeah. movie done. This it whole all, thing. Is... It was all very, very fast paced. Yeah, it was. I mean, I, I kind of got the vibe that they were trying to be like, oh yeah, you put a woman in charge and shit gets done. But also like, it just made so much more sense like yeah, yeah obviously we we back in that time they wouldn't have wanted a woman to be the face of the war effort so they would have just said you're not going on tour to make his bonds like it's not going to happen yeah and she was her being the strong-willed woman that she is was like well how about fuck yourself and she put on the suit so much earlier she, she got it done she got it done she got it done because nobody was stopping her the difference being like Steve was like, I want to go fight in the war. And they were like, you have to make us money. And he was like, okay. Like, I mean, that was, that was kind of the big main difference that I noticed. Um, I mean, I, I wasn't looking into like a patriarchal view of it, but it was, I mean, mainly I, I was just impressed to see because it's like, if you put, if you put Peggy Carter in Captain America's position, like it's you know of course it's like a butterfly effect one decision changes the entire course of events so like it was mm -hmm. it was cool to see you know steve take the hydra stomper in that position kind of like the first iron man and then it was mm -hmm. really cool to see you know that that little easter egg cameo quip of a joke where she actually saves bucky from falling off the train and he was like oh you almost ripped my arm off and yeah you know i thought that was that was uh well played but mm -hmm. um I got to say this, Peggy Carter or Captain Peggy Carter could step on me and I would say thank you. <laughs> She's got that big swole boss bitch thing going on. Oh that... my God. I listen as somebody I'm, I am six foot three. And as somebody who has been with a girl that was taller than him, Peggy scared the shit out of me from the second I saw her step out of that chamber. I was like, oh, that's. That's nah, a big dude, woman. She, she was swole. <laughs> she, yeah, she was swole. She could like crush you. I was there with her for thighs. It. Yes. Yeah. That that's always I, how I that if I had to pick my way of going out, it would definitely be crushed between a woman's thighs. No doubt. No questions <laughs> about it. Specifically, Captain Carter's. That's eh, eh. that's America's thighs. That is America's thighs. <laughs> um, and then. I mean, it. So much happened, but it was so many. It was a lot of stuff that we've seen before, just just different. Right. Um, what really kind of piqued my interest was that. Uh, what is it? The Cthulhu monster? Did you hear? Did you hear Tay? I heard Tay. Yeah. Always good to hear from Tay. Yeah. Hang on. Um, hang on. Yeah. Hang on. Cthulhu. Hang on. One second. One second. One second. Hey! Come here. What happened? 
Nothing. Just come here. Nope. <laughs> nope. I'm on a podcast a right now. I'm recording. This is going up on Spotify tomorrow. Do you want to say anything to the listeners? Rush Fidel, a.k.a. Fidel to Theta, a.k.a. the best fraternity in the world. Damn International. Right. Damn right. Damn right. That's, All right, brother. Have a good night. Shut up. What are you, Kappa Sig? Yeah, the Kappa Sigs, you know. Yeah, ours just got back on campus after a f- Anyway. Right, yeah, Cthulhu Monster. What the hell was that? What was that supposed to be? Shaw said, um, God, I can't remember the name of it. Wish he was here. <laughs> um, but he said that's some kind of like cosmic being that is in the Marvel universe and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't know. My main thing was I'm ready to see, because like I, like I said, it, it's cool to see, you know, the main plot, Peggy Carter play through, but it's the B plot that's interesting to me whenever she gets into like the real world and she meets Fury and it looks like he's going to try and make like a new different Avengers with, yeah. with all the people that I guess we're going to see soon. Yes, I was actually, I noticed that too, that it seems like they're almost like setting up for a, a, a variant Avengers where it's like uh, T'Challa is Star-Lord because at the end of that episode, it kind of like implicated some shit and the end of uh, Captain Carter was like same thing. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if they're going to be able to do that or not or if it's going to play into movies later on. I think it would be cool if it did. I but, would be down um, for a like an animated kind of what if set of movies i think that'd be awesome yeah um, i think that would be really the cool. art style is really good um mm-hmm. i mean the voice and the voice actors in the dialogue or you know i mean obviously you're cramming a lot you're, you're cramming pretty much a two-hour movie into a 30-minute episode so i mean it, it all feels very rushed but you know i i didn't i didn't hate it i, I thoroughly enjoyed it because it was something new you know it you know, mm. these are the situations and the scenarios that you play in your head, you know, after a movie, you're like, oh, what if this happened? What if this happened? And, you know, this this show is just putting a lot of those, you know, on on paper. And it, yep. it's just cool to see these play out. I'm very excited to see where this show goes. Um, I'm, I'm almost excited about this as I was Loki. You know what? I, I really wish I had gotten to see in uh, Agent Carter or excuse me, uh, Captain Carter. What's up? When Steve tried to like stop the train or whatever, and he got in and saw the bombs and shit and it exploded and he disappeared. I was like, please, please tell me we're going to see a one Hydra. No, no captain Hydra. Oh no, man. I was like, let Steve become, he's not even a captain. So just let him become the winter soldier since Bucky didn't fall off the train. And I mean, obviously she showed up, so far ahead of schedule to save that battalion that he never even went through any sort of conditioning so he's not going to be the winter soldier there's no way but i kind of figured you snatch up steve and you capture him you could you could super soldier him you could could put a metal arm on him you know well i don't i don't think um you know as opposed to i guess the original captain america movie the hydra didn't sneak off with some of the serum like it was all I think destroyed, like right there. With oh Peggy. shit! Yeah, that's right. That's so, true too. Like she been, is, she the is only way soldier. too efficient. She's yeah. so efficient. Well, I don't think that oh was my her God. doing. I think that was just like you know the events. The way it all out. played out. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. 
Um, but I mean, th- think about this, you know, that specific universe doesn't have, and I, I don't think, you know, and this is all speculation because I doubt they're going to really dive more into that universe, but right, this doesn't have a Winter Soldier. Yeah, no Winter like, Soldier. At all. So, I mean, that's um, a lot of, I mean, like, because... And I mean, you have to think about every single little detail that's been in the MCU that like, you know, because of Winter Soldier, we got Civil War. You know, we got, uh, what what is it? Um, dude, what the fuck? Um, Shit, man. Even get more selective. Say um, Winter Soldier doesn't exist. So therefore, who would have assassinated the Starks? What is What does that do to Tony's psyche having his dad around for a lot longer instead that's of... That's fair. Like, because, you know, the only reason... Tony had as much respect for his father as he did was because he had passed early and he felt bad that he had never like yeah. reconciled his relationship with his father. If his father had never passed, like he could be a villain for all we know, just from the sheer like expectations of his father finally drives him over the edge. Like um, there's no telling it could have, he could have ended up yeah. being the iron monger uh, instead of T'Chaka would still be King of Wakanda. Yeah. I mean, that whole universe would be flipped on its head, essentially. Yeah. Like everything is different because Winter Soldier is absolutely necessary to ensure the status quo of the original 616 universe. Like he's right. absolutely integral. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's just cool to see how, you know, all these things are playing out because I mean, in, in speculation, you know, we're we're at the writer's mercy. You know, a number of things could have happened, but they are writing this universe for us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I think it's cool. I I'm really liking the direction of where this show is going. Yeah, hundred percent. And and I hate that they probably aren't going to dive a lot deeper into uh, these universes that they're creating. But I, man, I gotta say it's it's gonna be interesting to watch these stories as they are. Um, it, it, like I said, it would be cool if they decided to do a variant Avengers, but I just can't imagine them going into that like essentially starting the entire universe over from square one, like as if we had gone back fifteen years. I, I don't think they'll they'll go to that much trouble. Yeah, probably not. Um... It's um, I don't know, man. I I wish that I I would be okay with like a because what are these episodes like thirty, thirty minutes? Yeah, yeah. So like thirty I mean, to thirty-five. I, I'd be fine if they did like an hour long and just kind of paced it a little better. Mm. Um, just so because like by the time like I guess the Captain America movie was over. Like at the point in that movie and in this episode, there was still like maybe a third of the episode left. Yeah. Um, well, I like I said, I kind of chalked that up to just the fact that she didn't waste uh, however many months just being the poster child for the the war yeah. effort to you know raise money in those bonds and shit. Yeah. Um, and you know the fact that she didn't have to waste all that time meant that she could get onto Hydra immediately, take the Tesseract back um start hunting the hydra agents and hydra bases a lot more proficiently um start yeah. taking names especially when hydra stomper gets involved then we're we're ramping up even more we're starting to add gas to this fire like yeah. i just i can only imagine how like proficient and and 
well executed these missions must have been just simply because she had an extra however many months of experience more than like the original captain america did at that time because yeah. at that point the only experience captain america had was throwing a fake punch at fake hitler he like was, that's that's the only combat the experience yeah that's the only combat experience he had meanwhile peggy carter is already a, a very um what's the word i'm looking for experienced she's i mean she's a secret agent so she's already um proven herself in the field as being a warrior so like the super serum just made it to where she didn't have to be covert anymore she could just come out and kick asses yeah but i mean as far as the first episode goes because i mean you you gotta save the juicy stuff for later on you know it's Mm. like everybody wants to see uh spider-man as dr strange or whatever the hell that episode's gonna be everybody wants to see the zombies but it's like yes. you gotta you, you gotta build your way up there. So I feel like Agent Carter was a good or not Agent Carter, Captain Carter was a good kind of appetizer, I guess. Oh yeah. First female, I mean the first Avenger, obviously first female Avenger, I guess, in that in that sake. But um definitely a great jumping off point. Definitely yeah. a good place to start for what if. Um this T'Challa Star Lord was a little don't get me wrong excellent episode i i love the idea of t'challa being star lord the mix-up is kind of where i'm having trouble like at the at the very start like how the hell do you mix the kids up i mean i they said it right there at the beginning of the episode it was wrong place wrong time yeah um you know I, i i don't think they were exactly looking for quill i think they were just kind of I, I mean, I don't know. It really didn't get into that. I mean, it, yeah. it's not, you know, what if it was, I mean, I, I don't know. Because I, I hadn't really thought about that. But I, I really don't think it matters too much. Yeah, I guess. They um, they basically, Yandu was like, does this look like Quill to you? And it's like a little white kid on a hologram. It's like, well, obviously that's not the right child. But um, they kind of explained it away by being like, well, the scanners picked up space shit and this is like this place in Wakanda is the only place where we found a lot of space shit. And T'Challa's just like, well, our home is also on the top of a huge meteor of uh, vibranium. So that's yeah. probably where your readings got mixed up. So like, I, I kind of get it, but at the same time, I'm just like, it seems a little far fetched that they would switch the kids. But I mean, I digress. Literally, my absolute favorite part of this whole episode is at the start where yeah yeah where he pulling the power stone yeah yes he's pulling the power stone and he's like oh you may not recognize me i go by another name and then he drops his helmet and he's like oh my god yeah he starts like fangirling over it it, (laughs) that was that was pretty cool because you know obviously well i mean you gotta think about it like this you know he was raised as, you know, obviously a prince, but, you know, he was taught as a soldier, you know? Mm-hmm. And so he's got a lot more, you know, I guess, tactical experience over Quill. While oh, yeah. Quill's got that kind of goofy, improvised, make it up as you go along type mentality. So I imagine Star-Lord T'Challa just got a lot more shit done. Oh, yeah. I mean, they said it themselves. They were like, oh, 
because my main thing is like Peter Quill as Star Lord. Literally, all he did was the woe is me stuff. You kidnapped me as a kid, and it was because I could fit into small places. It's good for stealing. Blah 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 blah. And then it was like all he did was steal for himself. That's all Star Lord ever did. T'Challa, they were like, dude, you like you steal from the rich and then give it back to poor people. Like you help people. Like, obviously that guy is going to become a legend over the star Lord. That's just like, I steal from people. I make money doing that. Yeah. Like T'Challa is literally, he was, it's like what his dad said in, um, Oh shit. My mic just fell. Um, Oh God. I hope that wasn't super like brutal loud. Um, in black Panther, he was like, you're a good man, my son, but um, a good man doesn't always make a good king or something like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you take a good man and you put him in space and he's already got like combat experience and training. He's going to make for a pretty good Star-Lord, uh, a Robin Hood type that steals from the rich and returns to the poor. Yeah. So like it, it made a lot of sense that the Star-Lord name had a lot more recognition, a lot more like clout behind it than it would have with when quill was running with it yeah um another big just kind of bomb that they dropped on us uh what the fuck was thanos doing there yo yo oh my god it was so cool that was i mean because it's like you just saw him and then he was just a part of the ravagers yeah, And it's like, you know, you, you didn't even have time to process why. And it, it, it's so funny because he's still going on about genocide. <laughs> like, that was the best still, joke. Like in any universe, that's still his mission, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I mean, he he seemed much more like playful and chill, you know, easygoing. And yeah. like, that's a universe I want to see. I want to see what yes. the fuck happened to him for it to get I like mean, that. T'Challa was literally like, sometimes it just takes a valid argument over a blaster. And I was like, are you telling me that you talked the Mad Titan down? Is that what you're trying to convince me you did, T'Challa? Because I, I, I think you can do a lot. I don't know if you could pull that one off, bud. I mean, I don't know. Um, I feel like if anybody could do it, it would be T'Challa. I guess. Maybe I mean, if he caught him early enough. Well, I mean, that that's also what I'm thinking because, I mean... What Guardians of the Galaxy around this time he was he was gearing up that that was like the after the fine I'll do it myself cameo right yeah so like he no he hadn't he hadn't got his hands on any of the Infinity Stones yet oh no he didn't have any of the Infinity Stones but it was oh god this was af it was after New York I just can't remember he was looking for him I know that but I don't think he found any. Yeah, he was at that point. He had set his set. He had set his eyes on the Power Stone because he just knew where that was. He didn't know where the Tesseract was. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no. I mean, he was still in the early stages, early enough that I guess if T'Challa had been able to talk to him, he could have talked him off of it. But no, this was this was literally the best joke in the entire like episode. Was every time you turn around, somebody's just like, okay, but that still sounds like genocide and he's like no 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 see because it's random yeah and also admittedly incredibly efficient and i'm like bro nobody wants to hear this yeah um nobody's gonna be cool i'm trying to i'm trying to go in order but it it was cool to see the black order 
working for someone else, like just to see them, you know, I guess existing elsewhere. Yeah. I, that one kind of caught me off guard. I didn't know that they worked for anybody other than Thanos. I thought they were like a religious sect or something that was like firmly under Thanos. I figured if anything, they would have followed him to the ravagers, but black, black mall, you know, in, in infinity war was always like, you know, it pretty much like treat him like a God, you know, treat him as if he is this higher entity. Right. Um, but it was, it was just, it, it was not discomforting, but it was like, you got to see a midnight Proxima. I can't remember the big guy's name, mm-hmm. but it was, I don't know. It, it was just odd to see them, you know, without Thanos on their hip. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would qualify it as equally odd as seeing Thanos in casual clothes, just yeah. chilling with the Ravagers. Yeah. I this agree. one. This one all around was a very odd or nebula with hair. What the hell was that shit? Oh my yeah, it, god. It, it didn't hit me that that was nebula until they addressed her as nebula. Yes. And I was like, oh I, damn. Yeah, because they covered up her one like cybernetic eye. So it yeah. looked like it was just a blue alien with blonde hair and I was like, okay, cool, who is this? And then they were like, oh, hey nebula and I was like, fucking who? Yeah. Y'all mean to tell me that's the angry like smurf that yeah like follows the green one around y'all crazy and you know they had to throw a howard the duck easter egg in there 100 percent. could not have possibly done this episode without bringing howard Um, the duck out i was kind of not concerned but just uh curious about you know who was going to be like the big bad of the episode and the collector really wasn't on my radar at all until it got to that point in the episode where He's got like, did, did you catch his armory where he had yeah. like uh, the sh- Captain America shield Thor he, he had uh, Mjolnir mm-hmm. and then he, you know, of course he brought up uh, Hela's, I guess, helmet, crown. if you want to call it. Yeah, crown. Um, yeah, you know, Hela's that, crown. That was all very cool. Uh, whose dagger was that? It looked familiar. Um, the one he, that he was using at the start? He said that was um, one used by the Dark Elves. Ah, uh, see, that's probably why I thought it looked familiar. That was in yeah, uh, his, the Dark World. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his armory was crazy. So, I mean, from looking at that armory, you could tell Captain America was the one that got the serum, not Carter. So you could you could get that much from it. Yeah. But, like, the implications behind that are pretty dark. Like, how yeah. did he get his hands on Milnir and Captain America's shield? That's what I would like to know um where the hell did he get hella's crown did he take that or did she like give it up i I don't Um, know that was all very uh very new very cool yeah i can't imagine she would have just given that over so i all i can think is that the collector got some gas in this universe like he's 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 one of the big movers and shakers in this this universe for sure well, There's they no said other he way. was like they said he was like the biggest like kingpin in the galaxy or something along those lines. Yeah, uh, since especially since Thanos had just gone straight, they were just like, oh yeah, the collector saw that as a power vacuum and just jumped at it. Yeah. So I mean, but he's he's got to have some crazy clout to be able to get his hands Absolutely. on the, some serious Asgardian weaponry. Like that's nuts. Absolutely. Um. That that fight as a whole was just really cool. It, it was all. It's always cool to see uh, 
you know, get give give me Captain America's shield, give me Mjolnir. I still think one of the coolest weapons in the entire MCU is Yondu's arrow. Yeah, and they just broke it. Yeah, just snapped it between his fingers. I was like, that's a dick move. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just super cool how you know he can go about using that. Oh yeah, which I guess it makes sense because you can't collect that. You, I mean, it's not yeah. programmed to you. You can't use that thing, so right. it makes sense. What else happened um, without skipping straight to the end? Was there much yeah, there? Right. Um, what was the uh, the seeds of Genesis? The embers of Genesis. Yeah, the embers was, of Genesis. Is there, is there any kind of lore in that in the movies? I'll be 100% honest with you. As far as Marvel goes, I am not nearly as uh, uh, knowledgeable in that as I am with DC. Well, I know for um, a fact I've never seen it in any of the movies. No, I don't think I've seen it in any of the movies either. So I'm not entirely sure what that was all about. It, it could have been just a, a creation for this episode. That's that's 100% possible. Yeah. Well, I mean, because I, I know that they were after it so they could, like, I think their goal was to, instead of, like, you know, robbing the rich and giving back to the poor, that they would take it to all these you know, planets with no food and, you know, give them, you know, the resources, like, you know, one of T'Challa's main points was like, you know, we can end, you know, whether it was like galaxy wide hunger. Is that, is that pretty much, is that the whole episode pretty much besides the end? Honestly? Yeah. I I mean, it's like what you said, uh, pretty much all these, what if episodes are going to be super rushed, which I kind of hate because, I would like to see a longer episode for the Marvel zombies. I mean, obviously I would enjoy, you know, start with T'Challa and, and uh, Captain Carter too, but yeah. my, my bread and butter out of what if is a hundred percent going to be Marvel zombies. And I will probably say that at least a dozen more times before we finish covering all of the what if episodes, which I hope we will cover the rest of them as they sure come out. I'm sure we probably wouldn't like, We'll make a part two when there's like two or three more episodes that came out. Yeah. Because I'm I'm sure they're probably only going to do like, what, like five or six episodes of this. I think there's like eight or nine. I saw it. Let me find that episode list and I'll read it to you. Oh, shit. There is um, an episode list. Have you seen it? No. It's, um you know, Captain Carter and uh-huh. then T'Challa is Star-Lord. Correct. Next, next episode is called Loki in Earth. And huh. then you got Supreme Doctor Strange, which I think is going to be gas. Okay. You've got Party Thor. <laughs> You've got Killmonger versus Tony. Mm, oh, that's right. I'd seen bits about that. Yeah. Episode seven is zombies. Okay. So episode seven is zombies. Episode eight is Gamora versus Tony. Mm-hmm. Um, and then episode nine is Infinite Ultron. Mm. why why they want to send everybody after tony like they are like they didn't just get rid of rdj and they're probably not going to get somebody that's close enough well i mean so from what i've seen based off of the trailers and just you know general knowledge of the mcu the entire franchise is based around tony stark yeah um but i remember seeing the killmonger versus tony trailer where you know killmonger's riding with tony right there around the beginning of iron man one um i really don't know what that's about but i remember seeing a snippet on the poster of pretty much gamora dressed as you know the mad titan and she's got the infinity stones and i'm just imagining that they're gonna replay 
uh, Infinity War in the end game, but you know, a different way, but it's going to be Gamora instead of Thanos. Right. That's um, kind of what I had in mind for that as well. But I do remember Infinite Ultron. I, I'm seeing a snippet of that. It looked like it looked like Vision dressed in this chrome armor. Yeah. Uh, with the Infinity Stones like on his chest. And I'm Ooh. really excited for that. I'm thinking See, Doctor Strange, Zombies, and then Infinite Ultron are probably going to be the, the best. Yeah, that's that's what I have in mind too. But I I kind of imagine that the what if scenario for the uh, Infinite Vision or Infinite Ultron is going to be that instead of them taking the Vision body, uh, Ultron just gets away and is able to download his consciousness into the Vision body like he had originally intended. Um, and I mean at that point he's going to be unstoppable. So like he takes out the Avengers. He makes his way up to taking out Thanos. He takes the Infinity Stones from Thanos, takes out whoever else needs to go, and he becomes the ultimate ruler of the of his universe. Two two years ago, according to this Reddit page, um, I, I think a lot of this is satire, but it's, it says official what if episode titles leaked, and so far they're incorrect. <laughs> um, but uh, they they pose some pretty cool questions. Uh. First one is, what if Iron Man vanished in the snap? Mm. Um, no, that's cool. I think uh, the next episode is, what if Thor didn't land on Sakaar? Which means he wouldn't have found Loki or Hulk. Right. Or, um, what if the Avengers lost the Battle of New York? Mm. What if Ronan destroyed Xandar? Which Xandar ended up getting destroyed anyway. Um, what if Spider-Man got the Infinity Gauntlet? Mm. This next one's probably my, or well, one of my favorites out of reading this. What if anyone cared about Thor 2? Uh, <laughs> oh my god, man. There was an Infinity Stone in that movie. Uh, next one is, <laughs> what <laughs> if, what if Daredevil was actually part of the MCU? Ugh. Mr. Cox, um, please, please just—he's—he's gonna—he's gonna be Peter Parker's lawyer in the new movie. I guarantee it. I guarantee I, it. I—I I know, but I want him to be Daredevil. I'm sure he will be at, at some point. I don't know if he's in the movie, but you know they definitely got that room to work with. I'm—I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say if at some point he's not like either in his all black suit or a new red suit in that movie and he just makes a cameo as his lawyer and then that's it i will be so upset well you gotta look at it like this would you rather see the other two spider-man or would you rather see daredevil i'd rather see daredevil all right you're insane and you can't have both i'm sorry i listen you absolutely can have both first of all secondly um I was such a huge fan of the Daredevil Netflix series. It was yeah, literally my favorite Netflix series ever. Yeah. And uh, it broke my heart when Disney bought out Marvel and they were like, uh, Netflix, you can't do this shit anymore. Peace. Like, well, I mean, they, so, I mean, D- Disney is a monopoly. They want, like, if they're buying Marvel, they're eventually going to buy all of Marvel. Right. Like, very soon, Sony will not be making Venom movies. Um, right you know it it, it's all gonna fall under that disney umbrella at some point it's just there's a lot of legal stuff involved there's a lot of contracts you got to get through and just a lot of time that you have to wait on 
Yeah. And I, and I get that, but I, I would be a lot more pressed to see uh, daredevil, the daredevil from the Netflix series come into the MCU than I would be to see the other two Spider-Men that came before. Cause you can, those properties, you have permission to use um, Spider-Man now with, with, since you're cool with Sony, like you can do that anytime. Um, if they don't bring in Daredevil at some point and, you know, make him a member of the MCU, his character could fade into uh, to obscurity forever and we'll never see him on any sort of like series or movies or anything. He will fade away just like Jessica Jones, just like Luke Cage, just like uh, Iron Fist probably could have gone, but um, or, or Punisher. Like I want to see the two main ones are Daredevil and Punisher. If they could bring those actors back to play those characters, I will be the happiest guy on earth. I want to say John Bernthal has already been confirmed to be replaying um punisher in the mcu oh me, thank god no. let me check that real quick i, I do want to say that i read that somewhere oh thank um, god if if that's true then i'm i'm gonna be excited it doesn't cause... say it doesn't say when but it says john bernthal's punisher will reportedly fight spider-man in the mcu okay perfect yeah and that makes sense punisher and and spider-man butt heads a lot in in marvel but um I mean, obviously, if they can if they can figure out a way to bring back Luke Cage and Jessica Jones too, I would be excited. But my main concern right now is making sure that Daredevil and Punisher do not just fade away. And I'm like like they're sure they won't. Never they were existed. they were Netflix's two most successful shows, uh, as far as Marvel goes. Um, but I mean, Daredevil was great. I enjoyed every season. Season three was my favorite. Um, mm -hmm. I think they did Bullseye really well. Mm -hmm. um punisher was great um i actually i i did enjoy jessica jones a lot more than i thought mm -hmm. and same same with luke cage um mm -hmm. iron fist did not even deserve a season one nope um, the, the, the first season was really bad and the then the second defenders, season only got worse the defenders was pretty cool oh my god it was um, so good even with iron fist i don't did iron fist get a second season no or yeah Yes, yes, I'm sorry, excuse me. He got a second season. Yeah, um, I never watched it. They teased a third season, and then all the shows got canceled. I definitely only watched the first season, but uh, what's his name? Dan Danny Rand? He was not an interesting character. I think they just they really misrepresented him um, in the comic books. He's not such a whiny crybaby as he is in the in the show. And he's also like super intense, which is also not very Danny Rand. He's more like the, the he obviously he's not a pacifist. He's the world's greatest like martial artist, but um, like he doesn't seek a fight. He just deals with things when it happens. And that's, that's kind of his, his way. Um, but it felt like every single time, Iron Fist got into a fight, it was a guarantee he was going to get his ass kicked yeah. every single time. He he lost every fight, and I'm like, how are you losing at fist fights? This is literally your whole fucking shtick. Daredevil walks in, kicks everybody's asses effortlessly. Danny Rand walks in, fights one dude, well, that's, gets absolutely stomped. That's the issue with having, you know, and I use this term loosely, 
overpowered superheroes. You have to humanize them and make them vulnerable at states. Like, like don't even get me started on CW's The Flash. Yeah. There are so many, like, that show should have had one season because super speed is one of the most broken abilities ever thought of. 100%. Because, like, I, I don't understand why, like, and ju- just off the top of the head, because I haven't seen this show in forever, there were instances where if all Barry did was do the thing he did, but as fast as he could have, the episode would have been over in five minutes. Yep. But it's like, you know, they, they ignore a lot of pretty much common sense things. Like, I remember one episode, um, I, I it, it might have been somewhere in the first season, like episode one or two. He's running around, you know, of course, as he does. Mm-hmm. And there's like a truck heist, like one of those big armored trucks. There's these people on motorcycles pulling up and they've got guns and like they're, they're trying to stop the driver and get what's in the truck. Right. So the truck driver gets out and then Barry runs by. And instead of doing what is logical, he like picks the gun up out of their hands at super speed and throws it like six feet away, maybe. And then he does that to both of them. And then he keeps running and doesn't come back for another like 10, 15 seconds. And in that time, the driver was shot and the bikers got away. And then he comes back, picks up the driver, jets him to the hospital. And then the scene cuts to like that same set in the evening where the bikers got away. And it was like, bro, like actually, like it, it doesn't make any sense. There should be no such thing as they got away. The, they literally do that all the time all the fucking time in that show where it's like oh big fight 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 oh man the villain is on kind of a losing side but we're not at the season finale yet so uh villain got to get away so uh, it's like oh here's a bomb i'm gonna make my escape and then in the like two seconds it takes barry to like pick up the bomb and fucking take it wherever to where it's fine and then come back and then one of his like partners is already looked around is like they got away and then he's like not for long and then he flashes his way around and then well, he comes back and he's yeah. like they got away and i'm like how barry you i don't you could search the entirety every square inch of central city in maybe 10 seconds how yeah. in god's green earth did they get away i i don't at all blame grant gustin at first i thought he was a decent flash and then the writers of that show absolutely ruined him and that show for me same yep. with arrow you know, Green no. Arrow is always this, you know, kind of jokey, uh, goofy, you know, but can be taken serious to make him at Batman. times. They they try to make him Batman, pretty much. They tried to make him And Batman. he was way too serious, way too dark. And, like, at first it was cool. It was edgy. You know, that was yeah. back, like, in, what, 13, 14, 15, where yeah, you could kind of get away with that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, because it was new. It was different. And then it's just, like... Like, this was maybe, maybe, like, two, three years after the last Dark Knight movie. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, we have seen all of this. Like, yeah. I can't think of, and you're you're probably more knowledgeable on this than I am, but I can't think of, like, one time where Arrow and Rachel Ghoul ever, like, came face to face. Nah. Not, not to my knowledge. Um, as far as I know, uh, Oliver Queen had no interactions with Rachel Ghoul unless it was like justice league shit and yeah. like everybody was involved 
There was never any one-on-one fights with Rachel Ghoul. And literally, as I was watching that season, I was like, so we've totally just, instead of dipped our toes into Batman realm, we've just completely jumped into the pool. Yeah. Because they're literally like, we want you to become the new head of the assassins. And I'm like, uh, bullshit you do. If there's a Bruce Wayne literally anywhere in this entire universe to be found, like you guys don't want this this fucking blonde kid to be your your new head of the assassins. Like this is bullshit. Um, I remember watching, I've, I've watched all of Arrow. I've watched all of Flash. I've watched nope. all of Legends of Tomorrow nope. and um, like all of them. I've watched all of it because I'm a huge DC nerd. And then I started to notice the pattern and now I can't unsee the pattern. And now I don't, I can't force myself to watch. I even watched Supergirl and that's awful. That's a whole train wreck of a show. Yeah. Um, uh, I tried to watch Batwoman. Terrible. Was not even remotely interesting to me whatsoever. And that's literally my fucking shtick is Bat people, all of them. Nightwing, fucking Robin's fucking six through 17, like all of them. I, I have loved all of the Bat family. I could not get through a single episode of Batwoman. I, I couldn't. Physically could not. I think the um, CW has just butchered their dc just their entire dc section which i mean that's pretty much most of what it is now yeah i mean the writing just isn't it's It's not bad it's bad it's bad it's It's really bad and then they can't even back it up with like solid effects or anything like early seasons are decent later seasons they don't even try anymore yeah so like I, I can't even get into their new shows because they're so bad. And the old shows that I actually really enjoyed when they had their first seasons are are pretty much unbearable now because I've I've watched enough of it that I've now deciphered the formula and now it's the only thing I ever see. It's, have you seen that uh have you seen that video of the chick that plays Supergirl that was in Whiplash and Grant Gustin uh like behind the scenes filming that one fight scene? Mm-mm. oh yeah 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 you're talking where about she, where he's just like he's like blowing and he's spinning his arms and <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah that that really you know i was already done with that but that was the last nail in the coffin well i mean obviously they're not actually blowing or creating gale storms with their arms well, yeah like, no there shit, has to be special it's like no i mean obviously but it was that and then the dialogue and then like it, it was just like i know that all these special effects have to start out with some basic, you know, human movement and all that. But it's like, I like if the show wasn't as bad as it was and I saw that, I wouldn't have thought, oh, that's cringy as fuck. I would have thought, oh, that's how they do that. Mm-hmm. But no, it's, it, it's a bad show. Yeah, they're all bad shows because it's always an arrow. It's always like, Arrow is going to specifically do the thing that is going to be unpopular for everybody. And it's going to take Felicity coming in and saying, you're an idiot for him to finally listen, which is stupid because number one, green arrow is like the biggest team player. Like he, he loves working with other heroes most of the time. Um, He's, he's the funny guy. He's the quippy guy for the most part. Um, so to see them literally go whole hog and try and make him Batman, we're, we're trying it's to just, fit this round peg into this square hole. It's just not going to work. I just, I can't 
imagine or even fathom why the fastest man alive would need eight seasons to do his job. Why does he need more than two episodes to take down the big bad? I, it's, I don't it's know. not necessary. Well, one of the big Flash bads in one season. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, Flash doesn't have like this giant pool of villains. Like he's got the um the rogues and then like a couple of villains that you know him and other heroes share. But mm. like it, it, there's no need. Like I mean, I granted, I guess from a producer standpoint i i would want to avoid a show where it's you know what villain is it this week kind of thing mm -hmm. but also if you're gonna have in my opinion one of the most broken superheroes ever capitalize on him being busted you know yeah make like, him make him solve problems that would take normal heroes like an entire season have him solve it in two minutes literally one season where it was um damian dark in era yeah. where it's just a regular guy i would have i would have been like you know would have been hilarious if episode two barry just shows up says hey I, I captured your dark guy here he's right here he's in handcuffs so you can have him and right. that was the end of the season like right. the rest of the season was spent like with arrow building a relationship with his new son or whatever he had going on at that point in time i don't even remember um, and it was just like, well, uh, it turns out when you have a speedster on speed dial, like problems are done in five minutes, whereas it would have taken us an entire season to do. So anyway, uh, CW shows, uh, DC shows, awful Marvel shows. Excellent. So we should probably get back yep. on topic. With, yeah, definitely. Uh, what if here? Well, all we, all we have all. left is, uh, all we have left is the end scene right there. Um, right. it, it's what Peter Quill working at Dairy Queen. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't tell it was him until I saw the uh, the headset. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, he was listening to music, flipping Burton. No, he was mopping, but I don't know what else yeah. he does there. I'd like to see that, you know, like his alternate life no. unfold. But no, not, you wouldn't. It's not just if it's a guy him working at a Dairy Queen. <laughs> it's just a guy working at Dairy Queen, man. But did you notice that it's the same Dairy Queen that um Ego. they talked yeah. about? Yeah, him and uh, Ego and his mom. Yep, like would meet at or whatever. I did catch that. Yeah, um, so I thought that was I mean, pretty interesting. Ego was a cool little Easter egg. I I don't know. That would actually be kind of cool to see unfold. You know, Ego and Quill's relationship. You know, if he wasn't Star Lord. Yeah, um, I th I think that Quill would probably have been naive enough to just be like, "Oh, you're my dad. Sick. Awesome." Yeah, probably. Uh, and then just roll with with whatever the fuck he told him to, because especially since he didn't have friends to be like, "Hey man, listen, your your dad's kind of fucking weird." Um, so I I think he would probably have been a lot more like gullible, uh, naive to just like roll with it. Yeah. Um, but that that kind of does it for that episode. I'm I'm very eager to see. Um, I guess next episode is Loki, Loki on Earth. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure what, what that's going to be about. Yeah, I don't know. Um, maybe something to do with him, like, getting away at the end of New York and just sticking around that area. Or, I mean, I don't know. It, it could be any, literally anything, but it'll be super cool to see. Uh, oh, you know what it might be is after he teleports away with the Tesseract, since there's no TVA in the multiverse, he can just get away with it. 
Um, maybe when he and he ended up in Mongolia, right? And maybe he starts a new whole scheme there. That would be kind of cool. Maybe, yeah. Um, but but uh, next week we are really going to try to do the Killing Joke. We're going to have Shaw on the episode, um, so that that'll be fun. Um, I, I got to go back and read that because um, I, I only watched the YouTube video to prepare for this one, and then Shaw uh, ended up having to not be on the episode and so that kind of uh worked out <laughs> so i can actually have time to read it hopefully um but if it's expensive i'm just gonna watch another youtube video on it dude maybe i'm telling a, you maybe a more in-depth one go on hbo max they have the animated movie started at 3105 and it's almost shot for shot just like the comic book and we can even like talk about the differences between the movie version and the comic book version all right well that's we'll, a way we could do it, but yeah. I'll let you, I'll leave it up to you. It's just an option. We'll we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Um, but yeah, let's, let's wrap this up. Um, tune in next week uh, for Batman, the killing joke. We're going to cover that. There's going to be three of us. So it, it might go, might go for a longer episode, might not depending on how fast and how much we cover. Mm-hmm. But um, do you want to, you want to say anything before I close this out? Uh, catch us in a couple of weeks when we do what if part tur- two. Tur- part tur- <laughs> part tur- I mean, obviously, we're going to do more what if as they come out, but we only have two yeah. episodes to work with. I'm, so. I'm liking the uh, like we can probably do two episodes and then you know, we can do two more of something else and then recap the uh, you know, the next two that come out and just do that in parts. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. Yeah, it'll be, but, it'll be cool. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening, both of you. Uh, We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Peace.